You're listening to SBS News. Ange is 19 and in many ways a typical teenager. She likes to colour her hair and dance to music videos. Yet she is also among thousands of young people in Australia living with childhood dementia. Her mum, Nikki Marku, says the diagnosis came out of the blue after Ange suffered her first seizure five years ago. I was a big shock. I felt like I was going to have a heart attack, to be honest. I just didn't know how to absorb the information. I think I was very in denial and angry. And I'm like, oh, they've got this wrong. Early, like, life-limiting disease. How does that happen to a perfectly healthy child? And Miss Mark, who is not the only one shocked to learn that their child has an older person's disease. It's estimated that 2,300 young people in Australia live with dementia, an umbrella term covering more than 70 rare genetic disorders. As Miss Marku explains, identifying the underlying cause of Andrew's worsening condition took time. Fifteen and a half, um, exactly a year from her first symptom. It was Lafora disease. They said it's terminal. It's a neuro- neurological progressive brain disease um, that causes childhood dementia. Miss Marcou says as Andrew's dementia progresses, it is robbing her of an active life with friends her age. She's a young adult and seeing her friends go out and they're driving and that's a big trigger for her. She used to be a big personality, live, happy and she's, she's sad and miserable and very frustrated and it breaks my heart because she's not independent anymore and she relies on all of us and she gets very angry and frustrated because of it. She does not like her diagnosis. She has not accepted it. This week, Miss Marku and Ange are staying on Sydney's northern beaches at the new Manly Adolescent and Young Adult Hospice. It's Australia's first dedicated service for young people with life-limiting illness and offers parents like Miss Marku a break from providing round-the-clock care. A dementia patient can't be left alone. They're unsafe. So it's one-on-one care all the time. I'm so drained I can't do it anymore and that's why I've come here to have a break and they've taken on that responsibility so I can also sleep. For five years I've been sleeping in her room with her on high alert. It's a heavy burden for many families, according to a new report. Childhood Dementia Initiative CEO Megan Mack explains. The report found that the burden was consistently extreme on families, that inadequate supports and care were available for them, and families experienced a high level of family breakdown as a result of this. Miss Mack is herself the mother of children living with dementia. For the past three years, she has actively pushed for more global research and better support for families. Both of my children were diagnosed 10 years ago when they were aged two and four with a form of childhood dementia. Pretty much all of the challenges that were described in the report that we've released, I've personally experienced in my time. Around 90 children living with dementia will die each year. About the same number die from childhood cancer. Yet research funding for this little understood condition remains 20 times lower. And Miss Max says that needs to change. We are really calling on the Australian government to appropriately include children in the upcoming National Dementia Action Plan. We need to be considered with priority given the the historic lack of services and investment that's been made into the childhood dementias. This is Dementia Action Week and across Australia childhood dementia advocates are working to raise awareness and financial backing with a face painting campaign highlighting a disease that globally takes a child's life every 11 minutes. 
Dr Chris Eldridge is Head of Research at the Childhood Dementia Initiative. Previously, the childhood dementia conditions were researched individually and considered as individual conditions rather than considering the common present- presentation of dementia. We've been working to bring together researchers so that we can get greater collaboration, greater awareness and more funding for research and greater economies of scale so that we can get more treatments to children much more quickly. For Ange Marcoux, time is running out. Around three quarters of children living with dementia have a life expectancy of 18 years, as mum Nikki Marcoux is all too aware. That part's the scary part, the, the more intense part, because we don't know how long. We, we just don't. Sometimes it's very hard, especially when she's having a bad day. OK, well, where is she at? Is this permanent progression? Is it just a bad day? But it's very hard, very hard to watch. While there's currently no cure, Miss Marcoux says experimental treatment offers some hope for Ange. She's just started, um, she's the first in the world to start an enzyme replacement therapy. She's been on it about, I think, 14 months now. And um, it's showing some promising signs. And I believe she's had a lot slower progression to what would normally have happened 10 or 20 years ago. Francesca De Nuccio, SBS News.